Well, today is the day. Today is the day that the full Senate takes a floor vote on the nomination of Amy Coney Barrett to the United States Supreme Court. Hello, everyone. I'm Jamie Dury for National Preview Online. If you have not already done so, please subscribe to our podcast. You can do so by going to the iTunes App Store and searching out National Preview Online in the iTunes App Store. You can also go to the Google Play Store and search out the Podbean app, and you will be able to subscribe that way. Podbean is our hosting service. It is a free app, and it is a free subscription, so we certainly encourage you to go there and sign up so you won't miss anything. I just wanted to bring you up to speed on a few things. There's not a lot of other major things I wanted to cover today, other than the Barrett hearing. I do want to say before we get into that, um, I was at a rally in New York City over the weekend. Right in front of Trump Tower, there was one of the biggest flag drops they've ever done, uh, right over the uh, Black Lives Matter sign. And we marched with the flag all the way from Trump Tower down Fifth Avenue across 42nd Street to Times Square and declared our support for the blue. It was a back the blue rally, and it was also a rally for um, President Trump as well, pushing his reelection. And it was a sort of a combination rally, an anti-de Blasio, anti-Cuomo rally, but it was really a big back the blue rally. Now, Antifa and Black Lives Matter were there. They were on 42nd Street getting ready to um, interfere with us, but the NYPD was there, and uh, there were some isolated incidents incidents of violence, but nothing that amounted to anything major. I saw one clip of an Antifa person who tried to sucker punch somebody, and he got thrown to the floor for his trouble. So that's always a good thing. (laughs) You shouldn't be interfering if you know what's good for you. But I saw people of all stripes, white, black, Hispanic, and all manner of Hispanics, Mexicans, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, everyone. Uh, There was one Dominican woman very passionate in her support for Trump saying, we don't want to be like Venezuela, live in a communist country and you'll know what it's like. So this man has a broad base of support. And uh, I don't see anything like that on the other side, in favor of Joe Biden. So I I really cannot fathom how he can win absent voter fraud. We've spoken about all that. We'll probably go over some poll numbers tomorrow for you. But for the moment, I just want to make a few comments on the vote for Amy Coney Barrett. Now, the Democrats are still hawking this threadbare uh, excuse that this was a terrible thing. It's a greatest act of hypocrisy because they stopped Merrick Garland from being nominated in Obama's last year of his second term. And it wasn't as close to the election as this, I will grant you that. But elections have consequences, my friends, and uh, they weren't in charge of the Senate then. Now, you can call it hypocrisy, but there were other reasons that were at play. When Senator McConnell said that people, the people should have a voice in the appointment, That argument had a lot more weight then than it does now. And for those of you who are saying, oh, you're just rationalizing. No, I'm not. I'm going to give you some real evidence once again. First of all, Barack Obama, in neither of his elections, ever 
said who he would put on the court. He never gave any list of judges that he would put on the court. Now, we all had an idea of what type of judges he would put on the court, but he never gave specific names. Liberals never do. They like to sneak things up on you. Secondly, Obama was in the last year of his term, but he was in the last year of his second term. So he was a true lame duck. He was not going to be able to be reelected again, unlike President Trump, who was in the final year of his first term and is on the ballot, and in my opinion, is very likely to be reelected again. Two, his opponent, Joe Biden, in this election, will not commit to any name. He won't even deny whether or not they're going to attempt to pack the court if they get, it, if they get elected and they control the Senate. So there's a lot of things that are different. It's very easy to point out things that are the same, but you also have to point out what's different. And those things that I've just mentioned are very different. Thirdly, and lastly, President Trump, when he campaigned in 2016, was elected in no small part on the basis that he put out a list of nominees that he would put on the court if the opportunity to do so presented itself. And he has remained true to that list. Neil Gorsuch was on that list, his first appointment. Brett Kavanaugh was on that list, his second appointment. And Amy Coney Barrett was on that list, his third appointment. She is going to be on that court. And to have people like Chuck Schumer call it an act of hypocrisy, you can't find a much bigger hypocrite than Chuck Schumer. Here's the one that talks about working together, having um, cooperation. He can't even cooperate with his own fellow Democrats. He wanted to go up and down Senator Feinstein because she thanked Lindsey Graham for running a fair hearing and gave him a hug. Was that so bad? Uh, Now, how sincere Senator Feinstein was, I don't know. I'm going to take her at her word and assume she was, but I can't help remember, uh, but remember rather, that she was the one who put this allegation against Brett Kavanaugh forward and held it to the last minute, and that was contemptible. Perhaps she realizes she was wrong. Perhaps she realizes that it's time to mend fences, but for whatever reason, she decided to thank the chairman, and everybody on the left had a conniption because she did that. And Chuck Schumer went out of his way to say that he gave her a talking to. I would love to have been a fly on the wall uh, when, she get, when she got this talking to from Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer is nothing more than a thief. He really is. He's corrupt. When he was a congressman, he did some very, very shady things. Maybe one day I'll go into that and explain it to you. Um, even Mitt Romney is praising Supreme Court nominee Amy Coney Barrett's integrity and has been slamming division and contempt for others in the U.S. So let's see what um, Senator Romney does when it comes to the vote. Is he actually going to step up to the plate and vote for this woman, or is he going to vote against her just because he doesn't like President Trump? Do the right thing, Mitt. The woman deserves to be on the court. She's brilliant. She answered every question easily and handily, honestly didn't have a note in front of her. The woman can think on her feet. It's hard to find a better qualified candidate. And the same Senate that put Ruth Bader Ginsburg on, she may have been a very bright woman, but we certainly knew what she was about. She was a known quantity. 
but she was appointed because the president has a right to appoint and absent some clear finding to justify why she shouldn't be on the, on the court, you appoint her. Judge Scalia was the polar opposite of her, but they were personal friends. Everybody knew what Judge Scalia was about. He was appointed overwhelmingly. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg, when asked about the Kavanaugh confirmation process, cited what I just said and said the way the process was done when Judge Scalia and I were appointed and the way we were treated was the right way. What's happening today is wrong. In other words, Ruth Bader Ginsburg disapproved of what was being done to Brett Kavanaugh. And it's amazing how the liberals have no tolerance for anyone in their camp breaking away or deviating from the party line. She did that. She took a little criticism for it. Now, of course, that she's dead, they're giving her all types of accolades. But the vote is going to be held tonight. It looks to me like she's going to be confirmed. You may even get some defections on the Democratic side. And according to President Trump, the most conservative justice on the court, Justice Clarence Thomas, he is generally viewed as the most conservative justice on the court, especially now with the the death of Antonin Scalia, he, not the Chief Justice, is the one who will administer the official constitutional oath to Judge Amy Coney Barrett on Monday night when she is confirmed. I won't even say if, because she's going to be. And that will be a happy day. We don't know what's going to happen in this election, simply because we've never had this level of mail-in voting before in any of our elections, least of all a presidential election. I've said it before, I'll say it again. I am adamantly opposed to early voting. I am adamantly opposed to mail-in voting. There's only two ways a person should be able to cast a ballot in this country, and that is for the integrity of the election. You either go in person on election day, or you request an absentee ballot if you know you're going to be out of the country or otherwise unable to get to the polls on election day. That's perfectly legal. And I'm going to say it again. Do not equate mail-in voting with an absentee ballot. The only thing they have in common is that they're mailed in although you can drop a ballot off. Absentee ballots go to a specific person who has requested them at a specific address. Mail-in ballots are just sent out to every name on the voter rolls, and those voter rolls are inherently inaccurate. So we're going to get ballots that are delivered to an apartment that may have been occupied by five people over the last 30 years, who've never updated their voting records, and the current occupant's going to get those five ballots. He's going to fill them out for the candidate of his choice, if he wishes. This is not the way it's done. Somehow, some way, unless Donald Trump wins an overwhelming majority, which I'm still hopeful he will, there will be many legal challenges, states that have allowed ballots to come in after the election, which just fosters more fraud as people look at the margin of victory on election eve and begin calculating how many fraudulent ballots needs to be mailed in from that state in order to counteract that margin of victory. Eventually, these legal challenges are going to make their way up to the Supreme Court. And the American public deserves to have that decision made by the Supreme Court, a full court, a nine-judge court. So there is a definite ruling. We cannot have a repeat of what happened in the litigation in the state of Pennsylvania, which has decided in its infinite wisdom to allow ballots to be mailed in up to three days after the election. We had a circuit court which upheld that, and when it went to the Supreme Court, Judge Roberts defected, 
to the liberal side, and we had a 4-4 tie, which means the circuit court, which governs Pennsylvania, decided the issue. A circuit court, of which there were 13, should not be deciding an issue for the entire country. It has to go to the Supreme Court. And in order for a Supreme Court to decide with finality and without ambiguity, it requires nine justices. We are going to have nine justices as of this evening. For National Preview Online, I'm Jamie Dury.